0: Welcome to the SMT Fit Parent Podcast. We are going to dive deep into topics surrounding fitness, nutrition, mindset, and everything in between. So, if you're ready to simplify your health journey and make some positive changes in your life, you've definitely come to the right place. I am your host, Jeff Steinberg, owner of Stone Mountain Training. If you want to get direct access to me and tons of free resources, make sure to head to my free Fit Parent community at smtfitparent.com to join. And if you have any questions or want daily tips, Make sure to give me a follow on Instagram at Jeff Steinberg underscore SMT. All right, let's do this. Hey, everyone, welcome back. Today, I want to talk about something that I hope can help all of you, and that is a way to make it easier for you to fit exercise into your day. The number one thing that parents tell me that they struggle with is having enough time in the day, which I totally get it, you know, with getting kids ready in the morning, with after school activities, being tired with everything that you have going on from work or, you know, whatever errands you're running throughout the day it can be really hard to think about how the heck am I supposed to fit in time for myself to exercise with everything else going on or at the end it's you know you tell yourself usually there's two times of the day that people tend to squeeze it in first thing in the morning or at the end of the day you get some people who are lucky and can do it in the middle of the day during a lunch break which is awesome but some people you know it is either first thing in the morning or at the end of the day and and that can seem daunting because you're tired usually of both of those times whether not getting enough sleep for first thing in the morning or after a very long day and being tired at the end of the night. So one thing here that I think can really benefit you and help you improve you know, your ability to exercise or more so just even your likeliness to exercise is by having a home gym. And it's something that I have built here in my house over the years and something that I strongly encourage my clients to do. Now, if you're someone who goes to the gym, That is awesome and props to you. There is nothing wrong with going to a gym, especially if you're someone who maybe works out of the house and you don't ever get to be in public. That might be something that is really important for you to do to go there and just get out and have a change of scenery. Uh, So if you're able to make that work and you can get there as many times as you need for your workout routine throughout the week, by all means, keep doing that. But at the same time, if you're somebody who going to a gym, there's just no time, you don't have time to make the drive there, you don't have time to even consider doing something like that, then it might be time for you to consider you know, maybe building some type of home gym. And so on this episode, I really just kind of wanted to give some insights as to like the benefits of a home gym and really kind of expose what is capable with you actually building this within your house and also give you some tips as to things that would be really essential for you to have. Let's just start with the basics, with, you know, the benefits for you. Number one, if you have access to equipment at home, this is going to save you time, right? You can do this workout. Maybe you have a a quick break during the day where you have 20 or 30 minutes. Uh, You can sleep in a little bit longer in the morning rather than trying to wake up and get ready to go to a gym. And you can just head right downstairs or wherever your location would be in your house and, and get it done maybe at the end of the day you thought you had an extra meeting or you got home earlier than you planned now that you're home early you can just have your equipment right there ready to be used maybe you're laying a child down for a nap and you know you can't leave the house obviously but you know your child's good for at least a 30-minute nap awesome now you have an opportunity to get some movement in during that time so you can see this really saves time since you have access to it within your house Also, it can potentially uh, save you money long term. And I'll kind of talk a little bit about, you know, the expenses of purchasing equipment. But when you really look at, you know, how much money you spend on equipment versus what you're paying when you go to a gym, uh, it can be an investment that you actually can pay off quicker than you might think, depending on what you get. And I also just like to think that there's a less of a likelihood of you missing a workout. It's easy to make the excuse that we don't have the time to leave our house to go to a gym, but when our equipment is literally sitting there staring at us, it becomes much harder for us to have an excuse to not do it. And of course, we can always come up with excuses, but uh, a big barrier for us is you know having to leave the house. And if we have it right there, it makes it that much easier. It makes it easier for our spouse to be like, hey, you told me to hold you accountable with this, let's go. You know, It's sitting right here. Lift those dumbbells. They're not going to lift themselves. So that's kind of some ways you know that having a home gym can benefit you. It also I think can benefit your family, uh, specifically your children. A big thing for parents is you know we want to be role models for our kids. We want them to be healthy. We want them to be active, and our kids are going to mimic what we do. If we are doing things, they are going to want you know to be like us. Uh, hopefully, right? That's what we want. And you know, imagine your child seeing you exercise and that example that you're giving them from you exercising at home. I know growing up that my dad always went to the gym to exercise. And I always was like, I wonder what he, it was just like a very mystical thing. And I was so excited when I finally was able to join him. Uh, so, you know, that kind of benefited me too. But I look at right now with my son, you know, he's two and a half, my daughter's six months, and, uh, he loves coming downstairs while I'm exercising and joining me or I'm like, Hey Jackson, like it's time for my workout. And he's like, all right, dad, go exercise. Like he, he gets it. He gets that it's part of our routine, which leads also with like the benefit to our families. It can become a family activity. There are times my wife and I get to exercise together, which I love that we have that time to kind of hang out together. There are some times where we'll be exercising and our kids will be down there with us. And, you know, it kind of does become a family activity where they're doing some things that they're able to do. Uh, Jackson likes to try to lift the 15 pound kettlebell or he'll play with our bands down there. Um. Nora is a little young for that. So she just sits on the bouncy seat at this time. But, you know, again, it, it's something that the family can do. And as they get older, you know, there's just more and more things that the kids are able to do. And it's not like we're forcing them to do it. We're just exposing them to it, making it be something that is totally normal and almost like not an expectation, but kind of an expectation. Like, hey, we take care of our health around here and we spend time doing this because it's important. And that really demonstrates the value, right? We, if we want our kids to be healthy, we need to show them how important it is. And so what better way than to be like, hey, this is so important that it actually is a place in our house. Um, It's something that is part of our everyday, just like the TV, just like reading, just like anything else that we have in our house. Our home gym is part of our house and part of our lifestyle as well. So there's so many benefits that you can see here to how it can help not only you, but the others around you. And that all sounds great. You're like, all right, Jeff, you're right. This could be something that would be really good for me to do. So how do I even get started with this? Like, what should I get? The first thing is, and I'm talking to all of you moms out there with this, uh, five pound weights are not going to cut it. Um, when you're holding your child or you're holding the groceries or you're carrying laundry or you're gardening or you're doing anything, everything that you're lifting is heavier than five pounds. You're not going to get bulky by lifting heavier than five pound weights, especially because you've been lifting more than five pound weights your entire life. So you need to get some actual weights in your house. I would say that these are my list of like essentials. I would say either dumbbells or a kettlebell. Um, I'm a big fan of a foam roller as well as like a mat for you to exercise on potentially depending on where you're at. And I just kind of want to break those things down. But first, let's talk about the equipment aspect here with the dumbbells. I would say for women, you should probably get up to at least 30 pounds worth of dumbbells, whether that be like 5, 10s, 15s, 20s, 25s, up to 30, maybe it's adjustable dumbbells. And then I would say 50 for men. I think that the 30 pounds is going to get too light for you women, especially for your lower body and your legs and you know eventually your upper body as well. But I do think that for a lot of us, just even getting up to 30 is way better than what I typically see with people with us only having access to like fives and eights and things like that. Uh, For kettlebells, the way you kind of want to think about these kettlebells are an awesome uh, tool just because there are so many different movements that you can do with that one piece. Actually, every time we drive for a vacation, I throw one kettlebell into our car. And everyone jokes, but, um, and then uh, several people end up using it when we're on vacation anyways, because it's one of the most versatile pieces of equipment. And you can do everything that you do with a kettlebell with a dumbbell as well. My dumbbells are adjustable, so it's not something I can easily bring. And, um, Yeah. So we, I, we always bring a kettlebell whenever we go anywhere, but typically when you're trying to figure out your weight for kettlebell, it can be beneficial to have a heavy one and a lighter one. So maybe you have like a 20 pound kettlebell and a 50 pound kettlebell. And the reason you want to have that heavier one is just so that way, when you're doing lower body exercises, our lower body tends to be able to lift heavier than our upper body. And so you know, it's important to have something that's going to challenge that. If we just have the 20 pound kettlebell, that's gonna get very easy on our lower body and it becomes a little bit harder to challenge us. And you'll notice here, I'm spending a lot of time talking about weights because for cardio, it'd be awesome to have cardio equipment at home. I would consider that a luxury just because we can go outside and get steps. We can go outside and run. You can buy things where you can like mount your bike at home for really cheap. And so that's why I'm spending more of my time here talking about strength training. And truthfully, because for us to get toned, for us to lose fat, for us to get that look where we want, we need to have um, access to doing strength training within our house. So that's why there's such a focus here on dumbbells. So again, I'd say probably up to 30 pounds for women, 50 for men, if you can make that happen. Um, A foam roller is really important to me just because we do a lot of things as parents. We're we're sitting throughout the day, we're playing with our kids, we're getting into weird positions, we're running all over the place and and our body just starts to hurt. Maybe you feel some issues in your back or your hips or your knees. And really the best way to help reduce this tension and pain is to have access to a foam roller so you can massage the muscles. You can use things like tennis balls as well, but I just think it's nice to have a foam roller. You can find those for pretty cheap on Amazon. And if you have, I have a, our home gyms in our basement and it's a big cement floor. So that's why I said mats for the floor would be nice to have if you're, you know, harder than me and you want to do it on the cement floor, by all means do it. But sometimes it's nice too, to have a mat because then it like helps you have a designated space for your home gym. You know, if you're just like doing it right in the middle of your family room and you, it just doesn't always feel like your space. But if you like put a mat out before you do it, now you feel like, okay, I'm entering my workout space for this time period. And then, you know, sometimes I'll recommend people also look at getting bands just because there's some things that are easier to do with bands than with dumbbells or some core exercises that I think people can do. It also mimics like having access to a cable machine in a gym and bands are super cheap. It's another thing that's really easy to throw in your car. If you want to go somewhere, if you're going on a trip, um, you know, it doesn't take up a lot of space. Like I said, very, very cheap. So those are all my essentials. I would say dumbbells, bands, foam roller, mat. If you have some extra money to spend and you're looking for what I would recommend is some fun additions, I would say things like an adjustable bench would be nice just so you have something to sit on when you're doing exercises. You can put your feet on that for certain things and it just allows you to have access to a lot more uh, different types of movements. I think it'd be cool if you had access to some type of TRX And these are basically, um, you know, ropes that you pull on. They're really good for, again, a bunch of different exercises for your upper body, your lower body, and just a fun way to mix things up. Another easy thing to pack up and take with you on the go. And and those are big things to me. Like, what can I actually take with me when I go places? Because I'm always looking to bring stuff with me and not rely on, you know, what the hotel maybe has. Or if we go somewhere to house, Um, I like to have some equipment with me. And if you want to get hardcore, maybe you get a chin up bar in there. Um, If you want to get cardio equipment, maybe that's like one of your fun additions. I would say maybe look into something like a bike or a treadmill that you can have in your house, especially if you live in the Midwest like me and it gets really cold out and you don't always want to go outside to get steps or cardio in. It'd be nice to have something like that in your house as well if you have the space for it. Okay. So that's a lot of equipment there that I just brought up and now you're like, all right. That, that costs money, you know, these things aren't cheap. And I totally get that. And you also don't need to get all these things at once. I would say start with something basic and then build up from there. As long as you can challenge yourself with the weights that you have access to, then you can make anything work. As long as you're being challenged, if, if the weights that you have access to don't challenge you, it's kind of a waste of time. And you, that's why I said like, you gotta make sure that you're actually challenging yourself in, in lifting something relatively heavy. <laughs> When I started my home gym, it was when I was in my apartment um, with my wife and we started with bands and a kettlebell. That was the first thing I wanted. I'm like, all right, I don't have, you know, the money for all these dumbbells and things like that. I just want a kettlebell because I can do everything I need with that. So we got a 50 pound kettlebell and that was my home gym for a year, that and the bands. And I was able to achieve a lot of things. Was it perfect? No, but it was better than nothing. And with time, I continued to add equipment, you know, on Christmases, I would ask for more kettlebells. Uh, During COVID, I kind of like hunted around for some equipment to have at the home and it became much easier to convince my wife to get equipment because we couldn't go to a gym. And so then we started adding some dumbbells and then the school that I work at, they ended up redoing their weight room. And so they were just throwing out all of their equipment and I got lucky and hit the jackpot there and I was able to get a bunch of equipment there. And then, you know, I decided for a birthday present, I'd get my wife a treadmill. Um, I found a cheap bike on Craigslist that I was able to get access to. And so my home gym changed with time. I should maybe post a picture of that or share like a video of what my home gym looks like now, because it's pretty freaking awesome. Now, uh, I would consider it like a mini gym and I would never expect anyone to make what I have, but it's something that I built over time. I would say I probably built it over the course of, Say, we lived in the apartment in probably 2018, 2017, somewhere around there. So, over the course of like six years or so, I've built my home gym to what it is today. It didn't happen overnight. Some things fell in my lap, some things I went out and found on my own, and I could have done without a ton of the stuff I have. I don't need a barbell, I don't need bumper plates, I don't need a squat rack, I don't need a chin up bar. I have a spin bike, uh, another bike, and a treadmill in my basement. I get it. I'm over the top on this, but uh, again, I just want to reiterate: you just start somewhere, and then with time, as you enjoy the process and you see the value in having the home gym, you will continue to add to that. But let's say, you know, let's say you you have a, a decent budget. Let's say you have, you're good for five hundred dollars, and I know that sounds like a lot of money, but I want us to really think about how far that money is going to take us. For example, let's say that you're a member at a gym and I'm going to choose a very basic gym. Let's say you choose a gym that's $50 per month. Um, in 10 months you will have paid off that initial investment that you made and you probably will have used that equipment more than you've used that gym. If you are someone who's super busy and has a hard time going to the gym. So the return on investment is huge on this. Also, Exercise equipment retains value long-term. It doesn't, for whatever reason, it, it just retains it. People are willing to pay um, exactly what it was worth when people got it, maybe just a little bit less. So if you bought something for a hundred dollars, you can probably sell it for $75 down the road. Um, with weights, we can kind of talk about what the range is for weights there, but it's continuing to stay consistent. And, you know, of course, if with the pandemic, some stuff went up, but it started to come back down too. But all right, let's say that you have $500 to spend on equipment. Number one, My number one rule, never pay full price for equipment unless there's something super special that you're looking for. Because when you go to stores, it's typically a rip off. Um, they're charging you a premium for name value and stuff. And they're charging you because they say that there are things a little bit better than other things. Never pay it. Wait until there are sales going on on all the online stores. And there's also a bunch of other places that you can search for as well. Facebook Marketplace is huge with people selling equipment. Craigslist is big, the Next Door app. There's so many places you can look and you can even make your own posts and say, hey, I'm looking for X, Y, and Z. And sometimes people just wanna get rid of stuff and they'll reach out. I was initially looking for some small weighted dumbbells uh, and I ended up, someone was like, hey, I'm looking to get rid of these, that you can just have them. And so we got some small dumbbells for that. Um, I was looking for a kettlebell and I just said looking for a 25 pound kettlebell and like someone reached out for that so all these things were happening and at one point I had uh, 70 pound dumbbells that I just wanted to get rid of because I had something else to replace them and I posted it and so the going rate is typically a dollar per pound and at max you'll see two dollars per pound so I put them on there and I got exactly a dollar pound so I got 140 dollars for that and then I use that towards something else so you know people are always looking for equipment. And you can always get your money back on things if you decide you don't want it long term. But so let's say, all right, you have these five hundred dollars. What would you? What should you spend your money on? I would say a, a good amount of money for you to spend is I would say spend like three hundred dollars on dumbbells. You can get a bunch of different weights then, or you can even get adjustable weights if space is an issue for you. I would then tell you to maybe get a heavy kettlebell because those 300 pounds of dumbbells, depending on what range you're picking for, let's say you get 10s, 15s, 20s, 25s, 30s. Uh, I saw that at Costco, it ran for around $300. That's eventually not gonna be heavy enough for your lower body. So I would say, you know, then spend like $100 on a heavy kettlebell. And that is like a very, uh inaccurate number, but I'm just creating a range here. And so, you know, you get something heavier that's maybe like 70 pounds that you can use for lower body exercises. So now we have hundred dollars left over. And I would say that would be a good, like thing that you can spend for, you can get like a really cheap bench for you to use. You could maybe get a foam roller and and mats for the floor. And there you go. So for $500, we just were able to get everything that we would need to be good for our equipment, truthfully forever. And anything you add to that would just be bonus. And again, that probably sounds like a lot, but if we think about the membership that you're paying for, if you think about the gas that you have to pay, right? Think about how far you're driving and how stupid expensive gas is these days. And then also ask yourself, what is your time worth? You know, if you can figure out what like your quote unquote hourly rate is for you to do something, you might recognize that, okay, I'm actually wasting a lot of time going back and forth to a gym. It takes me by the time I get dressed, get there, get out of the house, get in their gym, get situated I'm losing like an hour of my day just in traveling let's say and that adds up if you go to a gym three times a week or even four times a week that's four hours a week you times it by 52 weeks a year it's a lot of time you're losing by going to the gym that you could just take care of being at home all right so just to quickly summarize here i've been talking for a while i love home gyms but again a home gym is going to be really good for your health It's something that's going to benefit both you and your family because you're less likely to miss workouts. And then your family is going to see the value and a greater exposure to these things as well and and see their importance in our daily life. It's an investment that's going to retain value. The stuff you buy, you're going to actually be able to sell it if you would like when you're done using it. Um, It sends a message to your kids and it lets them see that you're taking care of yourself. And we can even spend a whole podcast diving deeper into that. It makes it easier to fit this into your busy schedule that you have throughout the day, whether it's in the morning, during a break, at the end of the day. And, you know, I also think it's something that you can have fun with. You know, like set up a special place in your house and, and make it unique to you. Put up motivational pictures around you or quotes. Um, get some fun lights or, you know, a cool sound system and just learn to enjoy your space and, and have a good time with it because that's what this should all be about. We should enjoy taking care of ourselves and our health. And this is a fun way for you to do that. Um, you know, if you need help with building a home gym, just send me a message, and I'd love to help you out or maybe answer any questions you have. If there's things that you're looking at, maybe you're back and forth like, hey, what's a better brand here? What are some brands I should stay away with? Uh, it's a hobby of mine building home gyms. I love helping my clients do this. Uh, I'm always looking at equipment for myself and you know the next best steal that I can find or you know reviews on different types of equipment that comes out and just really what's your best bang for your buck. For example, I don't think you need to buy name brand anything because a lot of these off-brand companies make just as good of a quality for a fraction of the price. So if that's something that you'd like some help with, let me know, and I'd be happy to help you navigate that. But hopefully this you know gets you excited to maybe start adding to your home gym and seeing the value in that. And really like the options are endless, what you can get for your house. I hope this helps you think a little bit more before you go and buy random stuff and gives you an idea as to where you should start. Because also all of that equipment is going to be things if like you're getting random programs online, those are going to be the basics that those programs are going to ask you to have as well. All right, good luck building your home gym. And if you need help, look forward to hearing from you. Hey, just wanted to add one more thing here before the end of this episode. Uh, if you don't mind and you have two seconds, if you could please just leave a review for this podcast, like this podcast, whatever you can do, it's really just going to help other people find this show like you so that way they can benefit from the material on here. So that, that would mean the world to me. Also, you know, if you could screenshot your episode that you listen to, throw it in your story on in Instagram and tag me at Jeff Steinberg underscore SMT. I'd love to just reach out, say hello, and, and just thank you for taking the time to listen to the show. All right. Thank you and have a good one.